The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to on today's episode. We're taking a look at the Tuesday Night Wars and who won. That's right, we should be getting the ratings to determine exactly who won and by how much they won during this show coming up in about a half hour from yeah, when you're we're starting. Yeah, o'clock, yeah. Yeah, we'll let everybody know exactly. God damn it, you better win, Paul. You better win this, Sean, or I'm going to be really mad. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk about, so, NXT... Uh, won our poll uh, with the patrons and the YouTube channel members to determine what we review first. Tomorrow we'll be reviewing the the the, the bit by bit AEW Dynamite, but today Correct. we're going to talk about we're going to be reviewing the actual episode of NXT just roided out on main roster legends. Yeah. God yeah. damn, yeah, look yeah. at the Undertaker. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and then yeah. tomorrow we're gonna take a look at AW. God damn it, so many title changes. Oh damn it. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna take a look at all that stuff. Um, and uh, but yeah, we're gonna take a look at uh, at we'll we'll, we'll 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 decide amongst ourselves today because we have all the info. So we'll talk about the Tuesday Night War and because that's everybody, what everybody's yeah. talking have about. You, right how much now. of Dynamite have you watched so far? A bunch of it. Uh, yeah. I want to say like I, probably half of it. I've seen half of it, but I know what happened on the rest of it. Like I was yeah, spoiling, yeah, 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 spoiling yeah. it for myself. It was difficult. Yeah, yeah, not I'm to. about 50 minutes in. I know what happens otherwise. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, so f- number one. Okay, number one. Before we get started with like our first, because we got we got Punk Daily, don't we? Do, we do have Punk day. Daily. Yes. 
Okay, so we got some Punk Daily here in just a moment on the broadcast. Uh, but uh, but uh, first, I want I want to just say this on the thumbnail. So I am. I'm I'm throwing myself under the bus here, okay? I'm 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 taking responsibility, Larson. All right. On the thumbnail, I've got the Undertaker and Braun Breaker with in big giant letters in that impact font. Yeah. This is silly. I see some people here in the in the YouTube comments immediately in the YouTube chat. God silly. What are you talking about? It was great. Silly doesn't mean bad. No. Nothing there's no there's no it's not a negative connotation. And here's the thing too. Yeah. The phrase, this is silly, or this was silly, can, in theory, refer to the image shown, Braun and Taker at the end of the show. It can also refer to the the, 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 the hype, the talk, the chatter, in general, about this Tuesday Night Wars, which we said right. are all yeah. throughout the week. Yeah. It's kind of silly. Yeah, and, and last night was exceedingly silly. Uh, but we're going to talk about all that now that we've got the Tuesday Night War uh, and everybody's talking about it. It's done. It's in the books. We're going to talk about that stuff. But first, Larson, it's time for. Do I even have a Punk Daily here? I don't. Even, oh, I do have a Punk Daily. Oh, here we go. Punk Daily. Punk Daily. I want to do Punk Daily tonight. Okay. Tonight. Yeah. All right. All right. So. Oh, hurt my neck. Gosh, oh, I'm too no. old to do that anymore. Well, so, somebody who's too old to be wrestling in WWE, apparently. Yeah. So <laughs> on the latest, r- wrestle, latest wrestling observer news, uh, sorry, gosh, we started over on the latest wrestling observer radio. Get myself whiplash. Take Dave two. Meltzer filed up on Fightful report yesterday that there are no talks. No talks. No talks. That's what you get. Between CM Punk and WWE about a potential return. This is what Dave had to say. Quote, they turned him down. The decision mm. was a no. He wanted to go there. The decision was a no. I mean, it can always change. It was brought up to me that there was no such thing as no forever when it comes to the B, but it's no for now. It's Vince's decision. Vince, Nick Khan, Paul Levesque, and obviously they decided the negatives outweighed the positives. He continues. About 10 months ago, they were talking again at that point, but he was still under contract to AEW, and I was told that that would be a no. But it's easy to say it's a no because there's no chance they could get him because of the contract. But this time they could... And they decided to pass. Pass. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, this just sort of lines up with with what Sean Ross Sapp said, you know, in Fightful Select, uh, that, you know, there were talks and then House of Wrestling, CM Punk side of things. They're no longer in talks. Um, and so, uh, so, yeah, I mean, we talked about this yesterday on Punk Daily. The, the negatives outweigh the, the positives you know it's one thing for wwe to want to load up and be the end all be all these days be the industry leader if you will larson um but uh Worldwide and i feel like entertainment. they've got <laughs> i feel like they've got a really stacked roster now and some really decent creative yeah well i think that's more the thing is they have their creative ducks in a row and all i would right. imagine they have things at least in in, in, in 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 terms of the larger story, set mm-hmm. for a few months. They know what direction they're heading at creatively. Least, at least a few Maybe months. even up till Mania at this juncture. Yeah, you know, I imagine I so. whether The Rock can make it or not is going to determine a couple things, and some dominoes will fall from that decision. Otherwise, I think a lot of things are probably, if not set in place for the next few months, pretty darn close. And then you toss Phil in there. He's a big piece. He's a, a major piece, and he's going to want major storylines in a major position on the card. You know what it'd be like? Glenn Close in The, uh, the Shield, the season uh, four. 
Yeah. Like they they had a really good thing going storyline wise and then all of a sudden Glenn Close watching her FX calls her agent I want a piece of that I want a piece of that Michael Chiklis they make a phone call who wouldn't want Glenn Close she comes in all of a sudden it's the Glenn Close show and like all the all like the secondary characters who had really interesting arcs they become background yeah they call extras Um, they become background and so and then for a whole season uh, it was just the Glenn Close show, and it wasn't bad. I like just Glenn wasn't Close. the same shield you were used to. She was a hard nosed lieutenant, oh. captain, or whatever. I think she was a captain. Captain. Um, and then then Chickless, uh, uh, Vic Mackey, ran her out of town, and they brought in an internal affairs guy, Forrest Whitaker, who actually seamlessly blended into it. They were able to pick up all the other threads. He didn't yeah. dominate the show. He was yeah. so good too. Yeah. Um. Anyways, go check out the shield. It's pretty awesome. I was thinking it's kind of like remember when Chris Webber got injured during the playoffs. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. And then he was out a good chunk of the next season. The Kings had yeah, the best right. record. Rather than bring yeah. Chris Webber off the bench to work him back gradually yeah. into the team, they just put him right in the starting lineup and then messed up the team chemistry first. But yeah, yeah. Something like that. Apologies. Anyways. We, can't come up, we can't come up with anything more recent than 20 years ago. Sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> Although I'm glad that I popped some people with the Britpop stuff yesterday. Yeah, you did. That's good. Definitely. So uh, House of Wrestling. Shortly after Meltzer's report added, quote, House of Wrestling spoke to a source close to the situation yesterday. That's CM Punk, yeah. Maybe CM Punk, yes. Who also felt the door uh, was open for Punk to return to WWE down the road. It was pointed out to me that WWE now answers to Endeavor. If they feel he is needed, Punk could be called upon. The fact that WWE product is hot and not in need of additional big star is something that has come up regularly in my conversations with people about the situation. Mm-hmm. So is this yeah. punk again saying, "Hey, make it my my I'll pick up the phone if you call. I'm always uh, willing to listen." Yeah, you know, I mean, if they get if all of a sudden, you know, Cody, Jay, Seth, Becky, so pretty much if all their top stars Rhea, either get hurt or retire or bro, go to AEW, like, they have like they have like ten people right now who pop that crowd. <laughs> you know what I mean? They have like they have a lot of people going for them right now. They would need a lot, a lot of calamity, a mass exodus of talent, or a, a mass retirement. Right, exactly. Yeah. Or the injury bug just strikes everybody. It just like dominoes. Yeah, you know. Uh, so uh, yeah, it doesn't. And, and on top of that, he's also battling time. I mean, as we saw last night, the Undertaker, timeless. You know. Still moves like he's 25, Lars. Mm. Maybe his arms. <laughs> <laughs> he does this good for the crowd. Yeah, not so much the knees. The knees, yeah. it, hurt to wa- it hurt to watch him walk. It's like watching Yao Ming run up and down a basketball court. Looks yeah. like it hurts. Looks like it hurts. Um, so, um, yeah. I listened to a little bit before we got started of the, uh, today's edition of The Hump on Fightful. And oh, Sean nice. was going into detail about, you know, how he gathered information for his report yesterday and said, you know, it, it was a situation where there was some rumor about punk popping up on internet. He debunked it. And then he got unprompted a call from a higher up in WWE to tell Sean, no negotiations are happening right now. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, WWE is not in the habit of, of lying to top talents, top talents. They would not want to alienate to keep someone's return a secret. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, and he says WWE's not in the position where they will, send misinformation at least maybe i guess in his experience for sure to wrestling media to keep something a secret 
you know? Yeah, he, he was emphasizing that point on Twitter as well. Um, because the obvious, and we got this on our Punk Daily yesterday when we first talked about this, the obvious comments out there are, they're working you. They're, oh, they're working you. They're working you. And, and Sean's response was, he talked to a bunch of different people who would be in no position, nor would they endeavor to uh, uh, feed misinformation or mislead. It's just like, no, this, this isn't happening. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, and so WWE, they're, they're trying to get expectations down. And I think that they're probably going to load up the Survivor Series card. And I think I don't I don't think anybody's going to have their expectations up. No. But uh, one thing they might want to start doing, I should say, stop doing is any and all references to CM Punk, whether it's, you know, little lines here and there in a promo, anyone using a GTS. If they're doing it to kind of troll them, I think that's kind of funny, though. <laughs> I think it's funny because I find petty funny. I really do. But in that terms of, of said, raising expectations of uh, fans that he's going to be there, yes, I agree. Yeah, right. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe, yeah. You know, I, I thought he had a really cool kind of like you know B movie acting career going there before he, he came back to AEW. Yeah, he did. He was writing uh, comic books too. He was writing comic books. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, like Sean Sean Michaels is talking. You know fairly highly of them saying hey you know we got a lot of common and and it's i wonder if i don't know you, you know we don't know how far conversations were whether it's just punk like hey you interested no all right and that was it whether nxt was brought up as an option the angie's list you know and trust is now angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. But 
last night on NXT, we saw a lot of W legends and top stars on the roster currently show up. Pop yeah. a number. Still waiting on that number. About 20 minutes away from getting said number. Ooh, 18 minutes away. Who will and be the friendo that drops that info first, Lars? Usually it's White Brownie. It is usually White Brownie. It is. Usually. He's our ratings insider. Yes. Um, and I, I thought it was to mixed effect. Like, I thought they did a good job of working Cena in, especially working John Cena's possible match with Sol Sokoa at uh, Crown Jewel into the show. Mm-hmm. You know, it seemed like he had a, 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 a chat with Trick Williams about the future of Trick Williams' career. I felt like that I was pretty well that. done. I that. Yeah. I thought that was great. Trick, you know, when Melo's like, hey, I'm going to go after the NXT title. You can get that North American title back. And Trick's like, Mm-mm, no, no, I, I want to be top dog. Yeah. I'm ready. And by the way, when you look at Trick Williams, you see how big, how tall that guy is? Yeah. Larson, by, by 2029, by the end of the decade, this dude's going to be main eventing WrestleMania. Absolutely. Oh my! If they don't, that's a big ball drop. Because you always got to yeah. look at the size. You know, the the smaller guys, you can't you can't you can't put any bets on them. Those tall dudes, if you got the height and you got the, I, I read something a long time that's ago. It's not just the height. You got to have the height and you got to have the charisma. No, no, no. I'm I'm saying height is a prerequisite for an automatic buy to WrestleMania main event. I read somewhere a while ago that. I don't know if height uh, alone uh, is is automatic buy because there's a lot say of height very alone. I did not say. I said that is a prereq. I didn't say it alone. I said it's right. a prerequisite. That doesn't all mean right. exclusive. I'm saying if you have, I'll put it this way: if you're five eight and you have all the charisma in the world and you've got all the wrestling moves in the world, you better damn well be Daniel Bryan because it's kind of rare that anybody that isn't Daniel Bryan would make their way to a WrestleMania main event. What do you? What do you? What's your definition of tall? Like what? Height than above, would you consider tall? I'd say six feet. I read something a long time ago that said uh, if Xavier Woods was six two, he'd be like the Bruno of our era because yeah. he's got everything else. Yeah, but he's like probably five ten or something. Yeah. So you got that size on you. He has the charisma. Oh yeah. Of you know a, a million bright suns. He's got the promo and. His ring in ring stuff will get there. And by the way, you don't really need great in ring to main event WrestleMania. As long as you um, tell a story, tell yeah. an interesting, captivating story. You yeah. don't need you know like a, a massive arsenal of moves that are going to yeah. wow the crowd. You just need, you need to know how to tell a story that gets the crowd invested in the match. Anyway, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your boy Ali here in Twitch chat says, "Why does height even matter? I don't think it should. It does. They like they like the big people they like, because it's larger than life. Yeah, that's yeah. the WB historically. That's been the WB way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah." yeah. Yep. Um, otherwise, Undertaker showed up at the end and uh, challenged uh, uh, Braun Breaker to uh, his theory that he's the most badass person in WWE and then choke slammed him. Is there any more proof than we need on our thesis that age, the older you get, the more powerful you become than the Undertaker? So if that is indeed the case... They, they need to find a way for the Undertaker to ride his motorcycle into the ring. <laughs> because I know the Undertaker, there's a lot of miles on those knees of his. Yeah, a lot. Talking about the motorcycle there, yeah. Hard living on those legs. Yeah. So if you want me to believe that the Undertaker at 60-something years old, late 50s, early 60s, I don't know exactly how old he is, 40 years older than Braun Breaker probably, 35 to 40. Is going to go up in there 
and it was a great choke slam. Credit to Braun Breaker for for jumping up and oh, selling that choke slam. Sold the shit out of it, yeah. And and taking that choke slam. All right, Attica says Undertaker's fifty eight. Um, and and expect me to believe that that Braun just couldn't like kick him in the knee, and the Undertaker <laughs> would not be able to get back up. Then you gotta, you, there's gotta be some smoke and mirrors involved here, because I see Undertaker Whoa. walk up to Braun. I'm like, <laughs> you, I, I, through the TV, I could hear his knees crack every time he takes a step. You know, that's what you hear. Yeah, the illusion only goes so far for me personally. Granted, <laughs> I've never been a huge, a huge Undertaker guy. Yeah, right. I I appreciate the career he's had in yeah. terms of wrestlers with a gimmick. He's got he got a lot more mileage out of that gimmick than probably anybody else could have. Yeah, right. Yeah. That being said, there is I can only suspend my my disbelief so much. So I, I, I yeah, no, no, no. I I, to, I, I feel you. I, I personally don't have that problem so much. Like when I see Sting in there, uh, doing crazy stuff and no selling, like you know, crazy moves. It look does it take me out in the moment a little bit? Yeah. But it makes me laugh, and it entertains me. And Undertaker's the same way. I, I buy into the more absurd aspects of pro wrestling. I think maybe a little bit more than you do. Well, here's the thing. So, I yeah. buy into what Sting does more because he's on TV on a regular basis. That's and true, I, too, you yeah. could tell he You could tell he obviously he's not as athletic as he used to be. Mm-hmm, but yeah. I see him out there, and, and I don't feel pain watching him walk like I do with Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. That's no. the but difference is I see the discomfort that, on Undertaker when he takes a step. I see that. I'll, also, we were sort of allowed a back, you know, a behind the scenes insight, yeah. a very lengthy one with that documentary they did on him, and it just looks yeah. like everything hurts. Oh yeah, he's now, just, he's just, he's beat Undertaker's beat to hell. Yeah, I feel you. My main, you know, going back to the silliness aspect of it, though, and this kind of kind of speaks to what you're saying as well, specifically with the Undertaker thing, but in a in a macro sense, you know, dude, I'm I'm a fan. I'm I'm never a fan of when a wrestling show will take a sharp left turn without explanation. Mm-hmm. If you're an NXT fan and only an NXT fan, and you're like, oh, you know, AEW's not for me. That's just not my thing. And you don't pay attention to the going in Raws or the Sean Ross Abs or the Cultaholics or the Wrestle Talks. And you're just watching NXT, and you're sitting there like, what the fuck? What? Why is Cody there? Wait, whoa, Jesus Christ, John Cena's... The fucking Undertaker? What motivation does LA Knight have to referee this match? What's in it for him? <laughs> right. It's uh, so that's when I call it silly. That's why it's the same thing in a different way, in a very much different way. Is why I found CM Punk calling out Hangman Page so egregious when Hangman Page was not involved in a feud and he was not going to show up. Yeah. To me, it's like that's just disrespecting your crowd because you're trying to tell a story. That's all scripted or at least planned out on a 11 by 14 piece of paper. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're going off script, calling out a guy because you have weird backstage actor beef with that threw me off with CM Punk. I was like, that's just unprofessional. Um, And I'm not saying this is unprofessional. WWE is doing. I just from a creative standpoint, it's bizarre. Yeah. And similarly with AEW, because like we talk about a little bit. Two title changes. Out of nowhere. And I don't know. I, I Have you seen, is there an update on Soraya in terms of, is she, she only had one title defense against yeah, Tony Storm. I know. I, know. Like I think the, she was in a tag match, but that's it, been it. Yeah, I mean, the the the, the Ray Phoenix uh, title reign seemed completely accidental because Mox it was, got yeah. hurt. 
So I'm not surprised. He was probably, you know, slated to lose last night to Mox if Mox had been cleared. Mox wasn't. They decided to roll with Orange Cassidy as international champion because it seemed like they have an idea for a story to tell while he has that title still. Because his demeanor was much different last night. Yeah, I mean, I I felt like the story was happening, and I feel like they speed ran like, oh, they they just, oh, let's just do the title. And it felt a little panicky booking to me. You know, it it was like, oh, man. Dynamite, what I saw so far, felt that way. Right, right, right. And so, you know, when when we talk about the general idea, at least creatively, because we're nine minutes away from getting the ratings, the ratings I don't give a shit about. I, they're 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 mildly interesting, but who cares? Like NXT ain't like this every week, so it no. doesn't matter. It's an artificial no. number. Yeah. And AEW isn't on Tuesdays every week or mo- and, and most weeks, so it doesn't matter if they underperform. None of no. it matters. It's no, it stupid. Doesn't. It's not it's um, not a, it's not a one-to-one competition. It's not. It's not. I mean, you can take a look at AEW and it's like it's NXT didn't use the people that have been there uh, uh, since you know 2021, wherever they, whenever they rebranded, yeah, so yeah. that's not fair. They they load up the main roster and AEW. You could make the claim. I mean, AEW has signed a bunch of people. They used to be with WWE, and that's how they've raised their profile, which is fine. It's 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 all a big that's the whatever wrestling business. But creatively speaking, I honestly think that besides the Tony Storm short film, uh, I'm sorry, silent film, um, I kind of feel like it was. It's it's just it's all. A bunch of nothing like creatively i think that both shows did a disservice to their brands the other there, there is a flip side to that and i see it in our youtube chat and our twitch chat a lot of people just thought the shit was fun you know it's like oh my god wow undertaker that's cool that's crazy you know if you're not so enmeshed in like okay well you know they're telling stories in nxt and i want to know what these stories are all about like if you don't care that much about that, yeah. cool. Cody shows up, John Cena shows up, Heyman shows up. We get to see these people interact with main roster stars, and that's kind of cool. I can see that philosophy too, and that I'm glad that it made a lot of people interested in totally, the product, totally, and totally. and it popped them, and and it was something cool for me personally. It's like it's just we're pausing our regular programming for a week for silly. It feels like an exhibition. Yeah, right. Yeah, it yeah. does. And and you know, I'll go back to the Cena example. I thought how he they worked him into the show for the most part benefited the people he was in segments with the NXT, I agree with regular that. NFT, yeah. NXT talents he was that. in segments with you know Carmelo gets the Cena rub he has the talk with Trick they, they carry cool. on yeah. a main roster story with Solo showing up and attacking Cena mm-hmm. if yeah. every main roster integration was done that way it wouldn't feel so shoehorned in mm-hmm. yeah like right. I get yeah. Cody coming and announcing the Dusty Classic I get that yeah I get that you know and and given his father's history with NXT, I understand wanting to come him to come in there. Mm-hmm, um, but like having LA Knight be the guest referee, why? Why you yeah, just I want know, LA Knight on right. the show? That's yeah. it. Because he just pops. Because he just pops. He pops the people. Yeah. He pops the ratings, and that and that's literally the only reason. And it honestly, was kind of a distraction. It was because him. the crowd. The whole match was like, yeah. And <laughs> seemingly not focused on Ilya and Dom. Watching him ref in his outfit was hilarious. It was. And watching him try to get to, you know, some refs are so wonderfully smooth with, like, getting down to do the count. And he's he's like, oh, okay. One. Oh, no, two. (laughs) He wasn't the smoothest ref in the world. Uh, Let's see here. NXT kicked off with Cody Rhodes. Man, I, you know, I don't know about camping out in advance to see Cody Rhodes. But if somebody told me, hey, if you show up two days in advance and you camp out, you could be front row, you know, put on like a- You could a, be like one a th- of a lucky 200 to be in the same room. Yeah, right. As Cody. 
breathe the same air as Cody. He really is terrific. I don't know why I changed up the banner here. I got Tony Storm up here on I the just banner. Noticed. I noticed. I need it. I need to fit Cody in there somewhere because well, it's kind I, of. An, well, I guess an he's egregious... tag champion. I guess he could. That motivates. Oh, me. absolutely. Uh, but uh, but yeah, man. If I could be there, right there in the front, you know, with like a three XL shirt on, like one of those little helicopter hats, you know, and then yeah. do the thing, and then don't, take you don't some need to tape. do the thing. Because he, you know, he always gives preferential treatment to little kids. I just do this. You don't need and to I'll do just that. whisper at him. You don't need to do that. You don't need to do that whatsoever. You know, a little slobber coming down. He's like, oh my goodness, this child is slobbering. Oh my goodness. Yes, I am. Anyways, uh, so he comes down. He says, yeet. He actually said that. Well, the crowd was chanting, was chanting yeet at him. Right, yeah. Uh, he says, so, NXT Universe... What do you want to talk about? He said, I'd be lying if I told you I ever thought I'd be standing in this particular ring. He's like, I specified in my contract, no NXT. He says, but now that I am, something feels right. It's the roads. It's Florida. We spilled blood all over this state. (laughs) And it's in the vein of gratitude that I want to cut right to it. I have an announcement. Actually, announcements. And they're all fairly underwhelming. He says, we've been enjoying the women's breakout tournament. Who's going to be the next Stratton? Ripley. At the end of that tournament... The men will have a breakout tournament, too. I kept hearing people talk about a certain tag team tournament, too. You guys seem like you want that. He says, well, that's good because the Dusty Classic is always coming back. But one more. Perhaps the biggest on perhaps the biggest night in NXT history. I have the privilege tonight. I am special guest general manager of NXT. Uh, so that, those were his announcements. Yeah, and he's interrupted by Ilya. Yeah. Comes the ring, says Cody. My apologies for interrupting, but I couldn't pass up the up, pass up the opportunity to welcome you to NXT. You know your announcements bring hope to the future of the brand and breathe life into NXT. But besides that, I want to meet a man, a man who brings this passion and this energy, the will to suffer for the entire WWE universe. Yeah, what was that line all about? The will to suffer. Well, I mean, that's I guess Ilya's that's thing. That's the Ilya's being thing. In a, yeah, being in a match, pain makes me yes. alive, that kind of stuff. Yeah. He says, you're a man who fights with the fire and pushes everything he does to the next level. It's something I want to do like you. I promise to uh, to push this brand to the next level. And then he's interrupted by Dom and Rhea Ripley. And so Dom says, you two are really here patting each other on the back. The W Universe is here to see the greatest superstar this brand has to offer. Me. Me. Ilya, you may be NXT champ, but you don't compare to me. So if you want to feel Cody's energy, why don't you ask him about his energy levels every time the Judgment Day? Leave him laying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the uh, then says, Ilias, yeah. He says, go ahead, you why go. am I not surprised you came out here when no one wanted to hear your voice? He says, my father used to work in a prison. <laughs> Which is so in keeping with Ilya. He says, so I know how to turn a barking dog into a puppy. And then Dom says, oh, did I hurt little Ilya? If you want to be like your hero, Cody, why don't you put the NXT title on the line against me? Cody's like, Dom, what I'm hearing is that you're not willing to put your North American title on the line. And Rhea's like, Dom's been carrying NXT on his back the entire year. He just won the North American title again. And Ilya says, today is a day of celebration. And I can't think of a better gift to give myself than eating Dom alive. And Rhea, I'm going to smash your boy. It was Ilya's birthday yesterday, too. Yeah. And then Cody remembers he's GM. He's like, oh, wait, that's right. I can do this. It is official. It is official. And he says, uh, and here's the problem. Knowing what I know about Judgment Day, this match needs a special guest referee. No, it's not me. The special guest referee is the hottest megastar in WWE. Yeah. Yeah. L.A. Knight. But why? Oh, that crowd popped big, man. 
Why, Cody, Cody? gives the people. He gives the people what they want. That's why, Larson. He gives the people what they want. Ultimate politician, Cody. Rose. Yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, uh, we got a couple super chats here real quick. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Mordecai, uh, $5 super chat says, I think Soraya getting a title change is purely a lot of people didn't like her as champion. And Tony took that into account as well as the ratings war. I kind of disagree. I don't, well, I'm sure plenty of people probably didn't like Soraya being champion. I didn't really care one way or the other. Um, but, uh, I don't think that's why Tony Khan would have done that. No, I think that there's probably something behind the scenes. Could be, or just a situation where like, we need to generate some interest in our show because we're going head to head with NXT. So let's have a. Not one, but two kind of surprising title changes. Yeah, it could be. Could uh, be and then uh, Will uh, says, what the Super Chat says, uh, I got to say I did love the Pillman Jr. promo. Cody became an EVP for one night, but him and Jay should have went to NXT drunk. I don't think anybody would have complained about that. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll talk about the Pillman stuff probably extensively here in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After that, John Cena shows up. Booker T was laughing because he showed up in a like a looked like a cheap rental car. Oh, yeah, a little, uh, little blue rental car. Yeah. And then uh, then we had Roxanne Perez versus Asuka. They, they only had the, uh, what do they call it, sports. Not sports cars. What do they call the the, the, the smaller ones? Um, shoot. Oh, I just escaped my, my mind right now. Remember that time we had that mint color car when we went to Chicago? Yeah. It was a little tiny mint color. Like, we're such nerds. We couldn't say, hey, let's get the Mustang. Let's get the Challenger or something cool like that. Let's get a tiny mint colored car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, okay, so oops, economy. sorry, it's comp- economy. That's what it is. You get the little economy <laughs> car. <laughs> compact, compact economy. Anyways, uh, Roxanne Perez versus Asuka. I thought this was awesome, man. I thought this yeah. match was absolutely terrific. I did appreciate that the kind of the, one of the stories they were telling with this match is, can Roxanne give Asuka her first loss in NXT? That was cool, yeah. Like yeah. Asuka goes back to NXT. Her NXT record still stands. They kind of wipe the, the the record book of her main roster record. I like that. I thought that that could like when I heard them the uh, commentary talking about that. Yeah, that could be one great motivation for Oscar to go back to NXT mm-hmm. as being mm-hmm. kind of like I don't know a championship unto herself. Like oh, who can actually claim to beat Oscar in NXT? Because like nobody was ever able to do yeah, that. Yeah. I think that'd be yeah. kind of cool. But and I like that they played it out for this match. Uh, unfortunately, in this case for Roxanne Perez, she was not the one uh, to do it. Not Head ready kick for Oscar. Put her down. She was not ready for Oscar, man. Uh, so Oscar gets her down with uh, like a, just a bunch of offense. So Perez tried to roll her up. Oscar kicks out of that. Got her with some shots and a big old head kick to get the win here. Um, but it was a really phenomenal match. I like this a lot. Yeah, uh, it was so really good. It was really good. After Oscar's win, Kiana James gets in the ring, talks a bunch of shit to Perez. And then Shotzi, who was on commentary, 
Uh, and it was announced that she's going to be hosting both nights of Halloween Havoc coming up towards the end of the month. Her and Scarlet. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Because they have that YouTube show where they go and they have a ghost hunting things. show. Right. Yeah. They just better not steal our idea for a ghost hunting show. Oh, our, our ghost hunting show's best ghost hunting show idea there could be. Oh, man. It's going to make it to network. I'm telling you. Uh, so Shotzi gets in, hits Kiana with some strikes and follows with her finishing move. Um, so yeah, Shotzi, I could see maybe her doing a little stint in NXT just for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier in the day, we have Paul Heyman arriving at the performance center and he, he's like, which door do I go through? Which door do I use? He's just so irritable. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so then we're, uh, in the Gallus locker room, Gallus boys on top. Oh. They're getting fired up for their match, their pub match against uh, the Brawling Brutes and Tyler Bate. What, show shows. them who we are. Yeah. Gosh, base. There you go. And then we see Pete Dunn and Tyler in the in their locker room, and, and Pete Dunn's like, "Hey, I don't want I don't want the the the, the guy who meditates. Yeah, you know, right, I need the Tyler yeah. back. I need the British Strong style Tyler back. Yeah, we all do. That's I didn't like the meditation back. stuff, man." He says, I want the Tyler I faced in Chicago, and the Ridge comes in. He just says, it's fight night. And they start chanting mm-hmm. banger after banger after banger after banger after banger. And then that match was next. It's yeah. fun. Fun match. You think, uh, you think uh, uh, Tyler Bate might have a position there in uh, the Brawling Broods? Maybe. Maybe. Cool. If so, they should tell the story of, of him getting back to the British Strong Style. Tyler I agree. Bate. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I never liked this. It's like stuff. Pete Dunkley say, Tyler, you can meditate on your own time. Right. We're yeah. here in the world of professional wrestling. I need you focused on fighting. You need to be fighting, man. Where's that Where's that young Tyler Bate who looked like he was just ready to cut somebody's throat back in 2017? God damn it. Uh, anyways, after that, we had uh, the pub brawl, Brawling Brutes and Tyler Bate versus Gallus. This was fun, man. This it was, was cool. a lot of fun. Yeah, I like uh, Tyler Bate taking a, a, a pint glass. I mean, it was a gimmicked one, or not gimmick, but it was like one of the fake ones or whatever. Uh, the 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 sugar glass is what they sugar call it. Sugar glass, right? I think right. it is. Yeah, and he just like completely annihilates it over Joe Coffee's face. A lot of cool stuff here, but in the end, the brutes hit uh, Joe Coffee with a triple power bomb through the table to get the win. Good stuff uh, here for the brawling brutes. So a couple people are saying here in chat that uh, after the show on the YouTube video, they officially made Tyler Bate one of the brawling brutes. He is in. Wait, what is she, is he getting called up to main roster? Well, no, he's just a member of the Brawling Brutes. That's what he means he's getting called up. <laughs> what is that? Did Tyler don't, Bate don't like get ahead uh, of yourself. Did Tyler Bate say, "Wait, what? I'm going up to main roster?" They're like, "Don't get ahead of yourself." They're like, "No. You're Brawling Brute, but NXT's Brawling Brute." <laughs> right. Man, we're it's 3 minutes 6 minutes what the fuck? It's 6 minutes past the hour last. Yeah, no, I'm refreshing and trying to get these numbers. Where's White Brownie with our ratings? Oh, I'm waiting uh, for Brandon Thurston to tweet him cuz usually he's the one that gets them up right away. Dirty Rich hit us with a uh, with a, a power chat says, uh, "Please do more Joe Coffee. Had a rough day and need some laughs. He's my 3 pound." <laughs> he got his 3 pound. Uh after that we had a really nice video package. Becky Lynch and Lyra Valkyria. It's like looking in a mirror. The past and really future well collide. I know. It was really cool. Like, they were explaining the parallels between the two and, uh, and you know, how similar they are and all that kind of stuff. Oh, this is really well done. I'm looking forward to that match. Yeah, it was really well done. Really mm-hmm. well done. Highly produced. Yeah, really well done. They got a lot of B-roll from uh, 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 when uh, I think it was a 2018 
Yeah, right. In Dublin, when Becky yeah. was at the God, what was the wrestling school called? Dublin. Dublin. Uh, where Lyra was training. It was really well done. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Lyra Valkyria interview. Uh, says uh, she start, but she starts to answer Mackenzie's question about her match with Becky. But then Tegan Knox shows up. Uh, says, "Hey, congratulate you!" Uh, congr- Tegan interrupts, congratulate her on her match last week, and Lyra does the same for Tegan's match against Becky on Raw. And uh, Tegan's like, "Hey, listen, man, Oof. I was so close. I was so close. I was right there." Um, so here's the thing: I know what it takes to beat Becky, and I thought she was going to say, "Lyra, here's the deal. I'll clue yeah. you in yeah. to help you." But no, no. She said, um, your match is going to have to wait because I want another crack at because I know what it's going to take. And Larry's like, what the, what? No. I was like, Halloween Havoc is the biggest night of my career. I'm not going to let anybody get in the way. Yeah. Tegan's like, ah, it didn't work. I'm like, you came into that situation with, the, you know, not a good plan, Tegan. It almost like she, because she, she said it just kind of like matter of factly. Like if you say it matter of factly, maybe Lyra won't really hear what she's saying. Be like, oh, okay. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know. It's like, hey, you know, we're going to go to dinner. I don't have a lot of money, so you can just buy it. And then you're like, yeah, okay. Oh, dinner sounds good. Yeah, dinner, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, dinner sounds good. Where do you want to go? Uh, so uh, people are saying that uh, Sean Ross Sapp is saying that NXT did really good. I saw that. Um, I'm waiting for some solid numbers here. Oh, here we go. Maggie says Thurston is live on, on YouTube. YouTube 900,000 and change for NXT, 600,000 and change for Dynamite, but waiting for the tweet still. Thank you, Maggie. Thank you, Maggie. All right. Well, we'll wait until we get okay. Yeah, okay, so yeah, WrestleNomics just says, ooh, dynamite, six hundred and nine thousand. Ooh, that's not great. It's pretty bad. Yeah, Last year they bad. got like seven hundred and thirty-five thousand, I think, when they went head to head with NXT. They didn't deal with the dead man and no, the American didn't. nightmare. Oof, that's a shellacking. <laughs> Anyways. That's a shellacking. That's a shellacking. Uh, John Cena had a promo next. And so the crowd pops huge for him singing his song. He says, that's the most street cred I've gotten in the last 15 years. Thank you so much. So you know everybody talks about how NXT is the future. I guess they can't see that we're making history tonight. Cody is the GM. L.A. Knight is the re- as guest ref. You're singing my theme. That's what makes this place beautiful and great is all of y'all and what happens in the ring every Tuesday there's nothing like being here in this room, and it's long overdue. It's my honor to be allowed to share this space with you, so thank you. I'm not unique in that case. That's why L.A. Knight is here. That's why Cody is here. He says, gratitude is a core value of mine. Thank you for creating the environment that we all want to visit. There's a long list of WWE super superstars kicking down the door to stand here. Yes, we are SmackDown, we are Raw, and we are all NXT. He says, when Carmelo Hayes called me, I couldn't say yes fast enough. He works hard. He never gives up. He's loyal to his friends. Couldn't wait to be here for his match against Braun Breaker. So that brings out Braun Breaker. Yeah. Uh, and Braun says, uh, how you doing there, John? And then the crowd starts singing, Braun Breaker sucks. And then Cena laughs about that. He's like, oh, it's, I like the other lyrics. Uh, he says, uh, thanks for coming, by the way. It's a big night for NXT tonight for WWE. Let me give you a little fact. These people didn't come here to see you. They came here to see me. You got everybody fooled out here like Melo has some sort of chance to beat Braun. He's got the goat in his corner. Cena's like, everybody knows you've got the business in your blood, but we also know that your weakness is your attitude. Oh, he just starts lecturing him. (laughs) He does. It's a finger wag lecture. You lack respect. I didn't come out to run you down, but now that you're here, no, this is a teachable moment. I'm excited for you match tonight, for your match tonight, and I'm here to respectfully wish you good luck. (laughs) I'd like to talk to you about your extended warranty. 
he extends his hand. Braun acts like he's about to shake it. Instead, uh, Sucker punches Cena, sets up for a spear. Cena sidesteps, picks up Braun for an A, but Braun wiggles out of it and rolls out of the, the ring. So, yeah, NXT, 921,000 and a .3 in the uh, demo. All important, 18 to 49 demo, yes. Dynamite. 600 yeah go ahead and you can do the whole spiel here the, the all important so all yeah uh, dynamite 609,000 viewers a point two six in the all important it's the number that really matters yeah. 18 to 49 demo you know if you don't so get close that close in the demo yeah not close at all when it comes to the overall viewership numbers a yeah. shellacking <laughs> shellacking so who won the end of the 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 tuesday night wars NXT wins again. In a rout. <laughs> In a rout. Absolute An annihilation. Absolute blowout. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know this would be. I mean, again, it, it, it's kind of meaningless. It it's means nothing. It means I didn't, like, I didn't if, expect it to be that, that huge of a margin in overall viewership. 300,000 plus? Yeah, Shabaki. that is that is a lot. That is a lot. Look, Shabaki. man, NXT they load he can't he got Cena, Cody, and the Undertaker and LA Knight. Like that's silly. That's just that's if you don't think if you're not sitting here and thinking that's silly, yeah. <laughs> then you're then you're crazy. But it I mean, dude, it also kinda I don't know, it does sort of illustrate the thing about AEW. It's like I know I get it, it's on a different night. It means nothing. But Maybe if they built a couple more stars, they would be able to compete. I don't know. I'm just saying. Anyways. Yeah. No, I, I agree Anyways. there. I agree there. Yeah. Uh, hey, that 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 Daniel Bryan, sorry, Brian Danielson swerve match. Holy shit. That was, that was fantastic. Holy, that was a holy shit match, by the Talk way. Talk about that was probably, creating new stars. You have swerve win that match. That was easily match of the night, by the way. Easily oh, yeah. match of the night. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I would say. Creatively speaking, I would say AEW, they had the Tony Storm silent film, and they had Danielson versus Swerve. So, hey. They win in my book, creatively speaking. All right, all right. I haven't watched. Uh, I've only watched like the first fifty minutes of AEW. So, anyways, Cody's walking backstage. Uh, Tony D'Angelo and Stax. Stax, right? I forgot which one's Stax and which one's Two Dimes. Stax. <laughs> two I Dimes think. is an AEW. That's right. That's Cole Carter. Stax. So, so uh, Stax and Tony D walk up to Cody and they're like, "Hey, we have a little problem. We're tag champs. We need new challengers." So Tony D pitches Cody on a battle royal determine new number one contenders except that the final two in this battle royal would then face off in a standard tag match right afterwards and at first cody's like i don't i don't get it so then Stax elaborates and cody's like i love this idea it reminds me of some of the the ideas my dad used to come up with you got it it's official next week uh, uh it'll happen and then the winner you'll face at halloween havoc mm-hmm. yeah uh, after that, we had uh, Barry oh Baron Corbin interview. Barry, yeah. Hey, hey. Uh, interview. Hey, he says our new NXT champ is taking a match with Dom. What's he doing? What's he hiding? That man's rage and phony intensity isn't fooling me. He's ducking me. I'm the only man who put Ilya down, and that scares him. He's not giving the guy who deserves a shot a shot. He's interrupted by, yeah, well, it's just plays. Like, we didn't get to see the NXT pop for LA Knight's music. No. No. Because music just plays while Baron's mm -hmm. still talking. Yeah. And he's like, ugh. Darn it. Hey. Darn it. Jeez. While we're talking hey. about Baron Corman, it's a good time to talk about what we're trying to do here at Going In Raw. We're trying to get to 198,891 subs. Oh, we're trying so hard. So, right now, we got 730 people, 731 people watching. Oh right my now. Gosh. 
Wow. I know, great crowd here. So if everybody right now, if all 731 people subscribed right now, guess what would happen? We'd oh, get, man. we'd shoot past 189,891. Right we're under, we're under right 700, 700 uh, subs to get there. Mm, so please, yeah. if you like what you see as I stumble through this plug, uh, please consider subscribing. Also, if you're watching live here, up to 733 viewers. Everyone hits that like button, have 733 likes. Yeah, and that's man, great. It's that simple. It's that you simple. like seeing that those great. likes. We're here to ask for your help. Yes. <laughs> we are. Sincerely, humbly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, sincerely, humbly, desperately. Yes. Perhaps. Yeah. Uh, uh, so anyways. After that, we got Dominic Mysterio challenging Ilya Dragunov for that NXT title. And yeah, LA Knight comes out. He's got the ref shirt under his normal ensemble. He's got the sungla- mm-hmm. the John Lennon sunglasses. Mm-hmm. He's got mm-hmm. the, the, the pleather vest. Yeah. He's got the jeans. He's got the Timberlands. Yeah. It's honestly, it's just like somebody went into a, into like the, the creations mode in 2K and added like a referee stripes to his, uh, to his shirt there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so this is a solid bout. Naturally, Rhea and the rest of the Judgment Day get involved. Uh, L.A. Knight, though, did his job because uh, first it's uh, Finn running down the ring to try to get involved. He punches him off the apron. J.D. tries to sneak attack Ilya. Ilya ducks that. BFT for J.D. And then Trick runs down after Rhea takes a swing at Ilya with uh, her title and misses and kind of trips her off the apron and catches her. Yeah. And all that allows Ilya to hit Dom with a torpedo to get the win. Uh, Ilya celebrates, and then Baron Corbin walks down the ramp. And as he's about to approach the ring, Dijak just annihilates Ilya from behind with a boot. Mm-hmm. And then Dijak, who's still doing the action movie thing, yeah, right, uh, yeah. gets right in Braun's face and says, I beat you to it. I beat he's you mine. It. He's mine. That's right. So I'm guessing uh, Dijak's done feuding with Tree. Uh, I hope they revisit that feud. If they do, I will start watching NXT on a regular You know how NXT would have got over a million? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how oh, two tree. hour storyline of 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 Dijak and Tree? Yeah, right. Yeah, that'd be good. Over a million. That's all you need. You know, Easy. Who needs Undertaker when you have Tree? You have Tree. Yeah, come here, Tree. Uh, so uh, backstage, we've got. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. People in chat need to ease up <laughs> on the on the NXT for AEW shit. It ain't that serious, people. Uh, Cena and Mello are backstage, and Mello's like, "Hey, man." I'm sorry for Braun disrespecting you. John's like, hey, don't worry about that. Don't lose your focus. And then Trick steps in, shakes Cena's hand. Thanks for coming. And then Melo's like, hey, Trick, I'm sorry for last week. You know, you told me to stay in the back. And Trick's like, hey, it's all good. Let's talk about that later. And Cena says, you guys are friends and superstars. You'll be champs again. And uh, Melo's like, yeah, man, I'm going to beat Braun. They get back my NXT title. And you're going to be- get back your NA- uh, North American title. And Trick doesn't really move. But he's like, and then Melo's like, I'll see you later. <laughs> and then he walks off. And then uh, he's like, mm, stewing. And then uh, Trick asked Cena. Uh, he was like, hey, let me ask you something, John. When did you know it was your time? And Cena's like, oh, let's go talk. Well, like Cena saw, <laughs> could sense that oh, he knows. was upsetting Trick. Yeah. yeah, he knew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, what was that all about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we have next uh, NXT Anonymous doing some phone video through a window of Paul Heyman talking to Ava, the Rock's daughter, about mm. the bloodline. Ooh, yeah. 
So wait a second, what happened with her? I remember there was that tweet that she put out that was like, goodbye, everybody, or goodbye, schism, or something like that. Yeah, I think schism, like, you know, the dyad's gone. I think schism's no more. Oh, is that the thing? Schism no more? I believe so, yeah. Schism no more, yeah. So that's what, (laughs) Grizzled Young Veterans should go to TNA or to Impact. Yeah. Schism Schism no more. more. Yeah. Exactly. That's good. Yeah, it'd be good to see them doing their thing again, man. I can't wait to see another Zach Gibson promo the way it should be. Soon to be considered a ball drop. Oh, huge ball drop. Man, I the fact that they didn't carry through with that identity theft thing. Oh, the grifter angle, yeah. The grifter angle, biggest ball drop right there. Boy, that was good stuff. It was so bad, but be it a lot was of so funny. good. I know. Yeah, yeah. like even they join the schism, they go through all that, and then it's we've just got to steal identities. Joe Gacy's wallet. I've got his phone. Do you know his password? I see he has it written down in a small piece of paper in the pocket of his wallet. <laughs> All his passwords. It looks like uh, the last four of his social security, too. This says 2021. They're all out of date. Um, let's see here. Griga here with a super chat says, I could see uh, Tony Khan doing a special announcement soon. Hey. He likes a special. Wasn't there supposed to be a special announcement? Yeah, last I think it was the, the, the toy donation thing. Mm, okay. Uh, next, we're having SUV pull up to the Performance Center. Jade Cargill exits. And uh, Lord, she looked like a million bucks, man. Star, my absolute goodness. star. And God she's greeted it. by Shawn Michaels. That's the only Jade appearance though of the show. Yeah, they didn't do anything. Uh, so Cody's backstage. He walks up to Baron next. Baron, uh, Corbin says, "You owe me, so make hey. the match. Make the Last match. Give me a we- shot." Give me a shot. Last time we saw each other was in Brooklyn. You jumped me from behind. And Cody says, you made a good case for yourself because you're the last person to beat Ilya. And Baron says, make the match. Give me the shot. Give me the shot. And Cody says, well, Dijak made a good case. And, or it could be the winner of Melo and Braun tonight. Could all mm-hmm. be the number one contender. Baron, uh, you'll get your match. Uh, if you win, triple threat between yourself, Dijak, and the winner of tonight's main event. It'll be a triple mm-hmm. threat next week. Winner faces. Ilya at Halloween Havoc, I believe, for the title. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, after that, Rhea and Dom are leaving the trainer's room. They see uh, just it's just everybody else in NXT. Axiom, uh, uh, Frazier, Nathan Frazier, Briggs and Jensen. And then uh, Frazier says, hey, just because you got your ass beat doesn't mean you get to treat people like dirt. And then Dom's like, who is this guy? And Rhea's like, he's not North American champion, so he's nobody. Uh, then we had Lola Vice versus Danny Palmer. This is part of the tournament. The breakout mm-hmm. tournament. And uh, this is cool stuff, man. Lola yeah. Vice, apparently she's really... Apparently that's why they were booing Roxanne Perez, because Roxanne Perez had a win over Lola oh. Vice. But she's very popular there with the PC crowd. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see. Both bo- both Lola Vice and Danny Palmer, they've got, so they've got some good yeah. stuff there in the ring. I man. think Lola Vice used to uh, be an MMA, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was... Uh, man, I just looked her up the other day, because yeah, my cousin was asking me about her. He was like, didn't she join the WWE? And I was like, yeah. And then Danny Palmer, I think they said, used to be a gymnast or something. But yeah, there's a lot of really good creative stuff in this match. Uh, Valerie Lareda. Yes. That's who it is. Yes. So Palmer misses a twisting splash, but then ends up hitting a bunch of strikes. She's looking for a standing shooting star press. Lola Vice locks on his catches her and locks on his submission. Uh, uh, Danny Palmer does like a crazy... Like walk over to do a roll up, mm-hmm. Vice kicks out of that and then hits like a spin kick to get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was good stuff. It was good uh, stuff. After that, we had a Chase U video package. So Thea Hale, who's been hanging out with uh, JC Jane lately mm-hmm. uh, and drifting away from Chase U, came back to class. She was like, hey, JC said I should come back to class, but only if she can come too. So he's like, okay, you can talk a seat. And they're just being, you could take a seat. They're just being disruptive. He's trying to talk about the history of Halloween Havoc. And then uh, JC sees something on her phone. All the students pick up their phones. Chase is like, what the fuck you see on the screen? He says, uh, don't ever get on your fucking phone again. And then he says, you know, everything was fine until you came to class. And then JC tells Chase, we're looking at the announcement that uh, you and Duke are going to be in the tag team battle royal. The bada bing battle royal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And she says something like, um, uh, congratulations to the future number one contenders for the tag titles. And Duke's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was happy about that. Uh, so we get Braun warming up backstage. And Heyman's in the background, the locker room. He starts cutting a promo. He says, Braun Breaker. You know, they say that wisdom comes from experience and all my experiences. I've worked with your father. I've worked with your uncle. And you have the best that both had to offer. But I'm not a wise man because I remember the past. I'm a wise man because I could see the future. The future is Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker. In the main event of WrestleMania. The only thing standing in your way is Carmelo Hayes. And Braun says, you want me to do Braun's voice here? Oh, please go ahead. No, I said, do you want to do Braun's voice? Oh, I I thought you were offering to do it yourself. No. No, you're not going to do Braun? No. I don't care if it's Carmelo Cena. It doesn't matter. It stands in my way. I'm going to break them all. I just really hope it's not Undertaker. That guy's got my number. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about this Brian Pillman video package. There are things I liked about it, and then there is his weird hair-beard combo. <laughs> I actually, I'll be honest with you. I thought this was much better than anything I had seen of his in AEW. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, and I liked, <laughs> so the motivation is kind of weird. He hates wrestling because he's so closely associated because of just his mere appearance, yeah. his father. Um, but he's not a fan of that. Yeah. And he's tried everything else and nothing works for him. So he's being forced into being a WWE superstar but he's going to try to, like, burn down wrestling from the inside, I guess. Something like, yeah, he's being a wrestler to spite his father, kind of. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. then, and part of that also, and this I actually really liked was the motivation of his name, was, I guess, the, the actual, maybe it was his stepfather. Yeah. Uh, the guy that actually raised him, his last name was King. Yeah. Um, and so that's, it's, it, that's his last name. And I think his sister's name is Alexis or something like that. Yeah, so I mean, the reported new King. name is Alexis King, yeah. Right. Um, and so he's taking on his name. I really like that. I thought that was cool. That aspect of it. Um, uh, that hair is, is, is something else. Yeah, it is something else, <laughs> but whatever, like that's aesthetics. Who cares? Um, I'll be, yeah, I'll be honest. I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I did not know what to expect. Um, and so I went into this fairly, bl- I mean, I knew about the TV promos that they had had before yeah, with yeah, him yeah, sitting yeah, in yeah. there and this turning the first time the- he talked in any of them though, I believe right? it was. Yeah. This was the first yeah. time he talked. I, I kind of like it. The motivation's a little bit on the weird side. What was your take on it? No, I mean, I, I think in terms of his delivery, it's the most kind of kind of complete uh, uh, package we've seen from him, at least in terms of his, his career of televised wrestling. He, didn't, Whether it was a lack of opportunity or, or whatever, we didn't see this type of intensity out of him at any point in AEW. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, um, I know. I know. So maybe this is something that he's really in tune with. Mm-hmm. that he's had a, a role in coming up with, and so he's really into it. I don't know. 
but the delivery I thought was, was pretty solid. Yeah. The motivation is, you know, whatever. Um, uh, but you know, if, if this is the start, it's something for him to work with at least, you know, mm-hmm, it's not yeah. like there's putting him out there as another second generation superstar. I know. No, it is. You're, you're absolutely right. It's something for him to work with. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He hates his dad. He hates wrestling, but he's going to do it. Um, yeah, I, I liked it, man. I think, you know, like you said, it gives him something to work with. Yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, it just, he's not just, you know, because here's the thing. Nobody could do what Brian Pillman did. He was, he was, he was unique. And could you imagine if he didn't pass? I know. Like he would, the attitude era and Brian Pillman would have been hand in hand. We would have seen some crazy shit from him. Uh, cause he had that charisma, man. Oh, yeah. Talk about, oh my God, charisma yeah. that he had. Yeah. He like did. an extended, like 1998 feud between him and Austin. Uh, I know they else. had feuded like with the Hart family, stuff like that. Yeah. But like when Austin was at his top, Pillman could have been like a forever nemesis for him. Yeah. You know, yeah. their yeah. history. Golly. Dude. That could have been something else. Yeah. Uh, then we see Oscar and Kiana James talking backstage and Kiana thanks Oscar for coming to NXT tonight and leaves. And then Blair Davenport steps in and chats with Asuka in Japanese. She leaves, and then uh, Kalani Jordan, uh, Fallon Henley, stop by to say hi, and then Tiffany Stratton just walks right in front of him, mm-hmm. and says hi to Asuka, and says, hey, from one dominant champion to another, let me know if you need anything while you're here. And Asuka's yeah. like, all right, Tiffany. And then yeah. she turns around, finds the nearest door, and goes through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Uh, and then we had our main event, Carmelo Hayes. Uh, with John Cena in his corner. And then Heyman comes out to introduce Braun Breaker. Uh, And, yeah, I mean, these guys put on a really good match. There was a bit where, um, uh, so, let's see. Braun sets up for a spear. Mello sidesteps that. Braun gets posted. Mello looks for nothing but net. Braun evades that, hits a press power slam. Mello kicks out and rolls out of the ring. Braun then picks up the ring step. Cena takes them from him, kicks him. Then Solo comes running out to ringside. Him and Cena brawl backstage. Mello hits Braun with a code breaker on the floor. Mello goes up top, hits nothing but net for the win. And then right as he's celebrating, Braun gets back up, hits him with a spear, and calls for the mic. He says, win or lose, there's only one badass in WWE. Uh Uh-uh. The bell tolls. (laughs) Motorcycle revs up. It's The Undertaker. Taker gets in there, gets in Braun's face. Braun says, you listen to me, old-timer. There's only one badass around here. You understand me? And then Taker takes the mic. And Booker T was thoroughly tickled by Undertaker Oh, he was. There. He was. He says, uh, Braun, I've been watching you for a long time. Well, this was, this was definitely Mark Calloway voice he was using last night. I know, but I like to. Okay, I'll switch then. And one day you're going to be a very special talent. It's just one thing. It ain't today. So he sucker punches Braun, then hits him with a big old choke slam. And then he leans over and says, young fella, I'm going to give you a little advice. There's always an older, bigger, badder badass waiting around the corner. You just met the baddest of them all. Oh, my hips. And then Taker helps mellow up. And then in a digital exclusive, as they're leaving, they both do the, they do the post. They throw together, the yeah. thing up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So what is what is Braun going to have to do to get his heat back? Beat with Undertaker. One more match. Oh my goodness. Next match. 
Uh, yeah, I, just, I don't know, man. He's got his. I mean, it's not. That's yeah, the got, answer. He's not. He's not going to do anything to get his heat back from Undertaker. He can't. He can't. Let's well, Undertaker. He's going to go away for another year. Yeah, no. I, I am legitimately surprised that they got Undertaker for that, though. Oh, all that Shawn Michaels has to do is make a phone call. You think so? Yeah. Hey, Mark. What yeah. do you think he calls him? Taker? Probably Taker. Hey, we think Undertaker calls, calls Sean. Call him Michael? Heartbreak? Sean? I would think Sean. I don't think he'd, he'd, he'd go to his shoot name. I would think that it's probably Sean. What do you think Triple H calls Sean? Do you think in their in their just like day to day conversations? So I believe on on conference calls, Shawn Michaels has referred to Triple H as Paul before. Yeah, but everybody refers to CEO or whatever you know Triple H. Like whenever like he wants apparently like Triple H wants people to refer to him as Paul Levesque as yeah. as when he's out of character when he's like that yeah. guy. Yeah. But I think on his conference calls, I think Shawn Michaels is just Shawn Michaels. I don't. He's like Michael Hickenbottom. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Mikey. That'd be weird. That would be weird. Hello, Michelle said that you had a favor to ask me, Michael. <laughs> I know, Mike. Mike. I. Oh, I do, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Dead man rides again. Anyways, you want to answer some questions? Yeah, we can answer a couple questions. That sounds good. All right. Uh, um. Uh, Luis Ariza says, will we ever see NXT go back to the indie-like show again? Uh, I assume peak NXT, you know? No, uh, no. 2017, 2018, 2019. Oh, Clown says, Nash says he always called Hunter Paul. All right. Dom says, Sean refers to him as Hunter. I think, oh, so, but in the, the, but in the thing, he refers to him as Paul, you said. Yeah. I yeah. thought so. I thought he's referred to him as Paul in, in the... Uh, I think that's. I think there's that delineation of like, you know, when he's behind the scenes, he's Paul Levesque. Yeah. Uh, Aussie Dragoon says, "What are your thoughts on NXT rolling out all the former AEW stars?" <sighs> Cody. Oh, Jade, I don't know, and I don't care. Look at that baby. For the audio crowd, Larson just brought little May baby there. Just licking the microphone. <laughs> oh, say hi? oh, yeah. Right, look, down, look at that. God damn it, Dad. Uh, let's see here. Patrick Cheese Man says, just want to say, listen, you guys, really takes the stress out of my day. When work is busy, you ease the tension. All right. Oh, man. Uh, Easing the tension there for Cheese Man. Anyways, Aussie was asking, uh, what are your thoughts on NXT rolling out all the former AEW stars Cody, Jade, Pillman, all for tonight? Was it too much or not enough? Also, Larson, do you feel as GM Cody face enough adversity? Or would he have had to gone through more for you to consider him true GM material? Mm, oh yeah. Where was any adversity? He didn't face any adversity. He seemingly had a, a solution for every problem that arose. Okay, but he, so here's the thing, though. What? What? You know, that's just him. You know, he knows how to deal with situations on the spot. You know, fast on his feet. I think what if Braun hit like spear or, or, or Bear and be like, "Oh, you don't give me my match here. Uh, end of days for you." Oh, he'd reverse into three crossroads. Boom, done, you know. Uh, Roy Costin says, uh, what do you guys think about NXT doing a homecoming every year? Alumni roster members show up and do things like last night. Um, yeah, sure, I don't know. Whenever AEW gets preempted for Tuesdays, then that's what you can call it. 
but the one the one uh, request I'd have is is make it a little bit more organic. Like say someone on the NXT roster says, "I think I have what it takes to end Oscar's NXT winning streak." I challenge her to a match. Yeah, right. Mitch. Stuff like that. Yeah. So it's motivated. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Blake Whitehouse, do you see anyone in NXT winning the Royal Rumble within three years? Winning the Royal Rumble within three years. Mm-hmm. Um, Tiffany Stratton. Yeah. That's a possibility. Braun, maybe. They seem to really like Braun still. Mellow trick. If trick has one of those years, like, you know, sometimes somebody will just have a meteoric year like LA Knight. Yeah. He's like way old, but like if trick has one of those things, look, here's the thing. When trick hits main roster, he's going to have 10 to 15,000 people. Every single episode he's on chanting, whoop that trick. Mm Mm-hmm. And if they realize, but the thing is also they're doing really deliberate storytelling right now. So like somebody getting sort of hot shotted up there really quick. Yeah. Is maybe less likely to happen. But if they, if they want to go through like a bit of a youth movement, then I could see that happening with Trek. Not one year or two years from now, but maybe three years from now. Yeah. 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 Uh, Cursed Hawk says, looks like from the thumbnail, you guys weren't huge fans of the taker spot. I thought it was great and didn't hurt Braun in any way besides who doesn't love a, a taker appearance. My question is, are you guys those type of fans who feels when an old timer gets the upper hand on a young star, they automatically think it's a bad move? No, automatically think it's a bad move. But I think for the young star, I don't, I, I don't necessarily subscribe to the philosophy that any opportunity for a young star to be in the ring with a legend is good for the young star. Yeah, right, 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 right. I mean, just look at uh, uh, the revival. Was on Raw 1000 or Raw 20, whatever it was. One where they got destroyed by the entire clique plus Finn yeah, Balor. Yeah, great. Yeah, it, it, and yeah. the Good Brothers, and they'd absolutely destroy them. It was embarrassing, and it, it seemed like that might have been the 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 last straw. Maybe it was the the clown costumes. I don't know mm-hmm. that Vince wanted to wear, but it was one yeah. of the last straws with them saying, "All right, we want to get out of this place." Yeah, that stuff really doesn't work all that great. Um, there is somebody. Oh, oh. Um, when Austin Theory was just in there with the God damn it, who was Austin Theory just in there with? The Rock. He had a, the, oh my God! Yeah, that's right. At, that didn't do anything. I don't. That didn't do anything for Austin Theory. No. I, Beating I, John I really Cena didn't do anything that. for Austin Theory either, though. <laughs> That is still the craziest shit that like he has not become a priority for them. No, I know. Cena called it in their promo too. That's the crazy part. He saw he the did, future. yeah. He did, yeah. Uh let's see here. Uh White Brownie says, should NXT consider filming backstage segments the same way NXT Anonymous gets scoops? Yeah, I'd love that. The fly on the wall thing oh, I think yeah. would be great. Yeah. I, I I would love for them to do that. Yeah. Yeah, more of that the better. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Patrick Kennedy, if you can embody a wrestler for one night, you have a match and you have all the knowledge and skills of that wrestler, who and where would you want your one and only match? So you could be any wrestler for one night. Um, for one match. So you quantum leap into any wrestler you want. Dude, yeah, I don't know, man. Like all of a sudden I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna have Al there to help me like put together a classic, so I don't want to do that. 
I don't know, Yano versus like, I don't know, did he do did he, did Yano ever do like the the blow up doll match? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Something like that cuz like otherwise I'm just going to hurt somebody. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Low blows and roll ups that seems that seems pretty right, yeah. low impact. Yeah. That's a good answer. Um yeah, I wouldn't want to be in like Kenny Omega's body when he has one of his main event oh, matches. Oh, that sounds horrible. I wouldn't want that. That would just be yeah. pain. Yeah. Uh you know what? Hey, how about this? This is what I would do. I would quantum leap into quantum leap into Andre WrestleMania three. You don't have to do shit. His body slam once. Got to take a body slam, yeah. Like he, he, he was probably in immense pain. Yes, yes, he was. I'm sure. So maybe that's bad too. Actually, now that I think about it, or I'd be yeah. Hogan in that match. He didn't have to do anything, but like act like this guy can't be. You know. Oh, but the way him. Hogan tells it, he like ripped all of his muscles on his one side of his body body slamming Hogan or yeah, Andre. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I would try if I leapt into Hogan. I would try and fail, and I would get in Andre's ear like, "Pin me, brother." Yeah, I'm just like I'm not ready, brother. About? <laughs> it's not my time, brother. It's like yeah. I, you know, Andre, I'm supposed to win this match. It doesn't work for me, brother. Doesn't? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would quantum leap into Sid during the Undertaker match. Oh, and then I'd know if I poop my pants. Poop pants, and you come back and poop, you tell the truth. You happen? Poop, poop your pants. Yeah, poop his pants. Uh, Edward Munoz says, we know there's a few wrestlers you guys separately or mutually can't get behind, like Punk, QT, Marshall, Miz, etc. But who are some wrestlers you don't care for now, but you think might be able to change your mind? Austin what would they Theory. have to do to do it? Who? Austin Theory. Austin Theory. He, he's he got everything, and I think he's got everything to be in, super entertaining. They are not trying with him at all. No. Um. So it's him, and then I think probably also... Grayson Waller is really growing on me. He's really growing on me. He's getting to the point where, like, I see him and I'm like, oh, cool. As opposed to, uh, yeah. Skip. Yeah. I mean, you've always, of the two of us, you've always been the one that's been like, oh, I really don't like this wrestler. I don't care for this wrestler. I don't care for him. Then the process begins usually yeah. of you starting to warm to them. Yeah. Yeah. Because they generally like, like do something that that changes, like juice, you know. Yeah. Like he just, I just think that there's there's certain presentation. Like you can name it. I, that's the thing about me is that like you can, you can always pinpoint oh, yeah. a change in direction for a certain wrestler that I'm not into, as to when I changed on them. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, usually the people that that I'm not really behind or for. It's usually people who've been around for a while and just kind of like, all right, I'm kind of tired of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like the Miz. The Miz has been oh, the Miz that's for a good point. Yeah. 20 years. And I'm just kind of tired of Miz being Miz at this juncture. Yeah. You know? Dolph Ziggler was that way too. Yeah. It was like, okay, I know what I'm going to get, you know? Like, move forward, do something new, be new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's usually the wrestlers. I'm just kind of like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Over. And like uh, but, like someone like Cody, I'm just like his melodramatic approach to wrestling just isn't for me. If he goes all in on sarcastic Cody, then maybe I'll have a change of heart because I like sarcastic Cody. Um, I like drunk Cody. Yeah, I like drunk Cody. Too. Probably my favorite Cody right now is him and Jay just being drunk. Yeah, that's pretty good. We can agree on that one. Uh, all right. Anyways, that's going to do it for the show today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow with our AEW Dynamite review. 
Yes. Uh, and uh, we'll see if there's got, I guarantee there's going to be some sort of weird backstage fallout or news about like the reactions backstage to the ratings. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, that's going to do it. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll see you around. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.